Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey guys, welcome to Twisted News, where we cover some of the strangest and most interesting true crime stories from all around the world every single week. For today, we're looking into one of the most messed up murder trials in recent years that's currently happening in Idaho. The second story is about a manhunt on a powerful but greedy political aide who finally got caught. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number one. Idaho's Messed Up Murder Trial The small town of Rexburg, Idaho, a disturbing mystery that started a year before, really began to unfold when two bodies were discovered buried in shallow graves in the backyard of Chad and Lori Daybell's house. And now, Lori and her husband stand accused of killing two of her children, as well as Chad's ex-wife, Tammy. Going back to where it started, the story of Lori Daybell is a complicated and twisted one. She was a mother of five children whom she cared for deeply, but she also ended up getting caught up in a religious cult that warped her mind. Her group was a smaller faction of the Church of Latter-day Saints, and they believed in preparing a people, which refers to the task of preparing for the second coming of Christ. This group believed that when he came, all the sinners would be wiped out and only a select few would survive. Lori was convinced that some of her children and her new and fifth husband, Chad, were among the chosen few. Real trouble began when Lori's fourth husband, Charles Vallow, had filed for divorce as he expressed serious concerns about Lori and her brother, Alex Cox's, involvement in the cult. It was around that time in July of 2019 that Charles was then shot and killed by Alex. Cox claimed it was self-defense, but the circumstances of the shooting were clearly highly suspicious. But this was just the start of this strange case. Shortly after Charles' death, Lori moved her family to Idaho with her new lover from the cult, Chad. It was there that she would become increasingly erratic and withdrawn in her behavior. She pulled her two youngest children, 16-year-old Tylee Ryan and Joshua J.J. Vallow, who was seven, out of school and refused to let family members or friends see them. Then on September 8th of 2019, Lori, Tylee, J.J., and her brother Alex Cox went to Yellowstone National Park for a nice family day out. This, however, became a major key point in the case, as this trip was where Ty Lee was last seen in public. 
As for JJ, he was last seen in public a couple weeks later at Rexburg's Kennedy Elementary School. After that, he was gone, and then just a month later in October, Tammy Daybell, Chad's ex-wife, died suddenly in her sleep. The cause of death was initially listed as natural causes. But as police began to investigate the deaths of Charles and Tammy, that's when they also discovered that Ty Lee and JJ were missing. Lori and Chad gave conflicting stories about where the children were, and family members also couldn't get any straight answers. The parents claimed their son was at a friend's house in Arizona, but after it was proven he wasn't at that house, local authorities along with the FBI returned to the Rexburg residence, but Lori and Chad had made their escape and were nowhere to be found. That search went on for months, and on the 20th of February of 2020, Lori was apprehended by authorities in Princeville, Hawaii. She faced a number of charges, including desertion and non-support of dependent children. Eventually after that, authorities were able to get a search warrant for the Daybell property. Digging in the backyard then revealed human remains being uncovered. Investigators detailed how the remains of the children were found in a couple of separated shallow graves. Upon the unearthing, they found a wooden panel that covered a layer of black plastic and another sheet of white plastic. When poked, they saw strands of brown hair. Those belonged to JJ, whose remains were in a black plastic bag next to his sister, and both were sealed shut with duct tape. More than a year later, in May of 2021, both Lori and Chad, along with Alex Cox, were indicted for the following charges. Conspiracy to commit murder in the first degree, and conspiracy to commit grand theft by deception. Apart from that, Lori and Chad were also charged with Ty Lee and JJ's murders in the first degree. In addition to that, Chad was also charged with his former wife's death. Another twist to the case was the murder of Charles, which the prosecutors believe may not be because of self-defense, but may have actually been planned by Lori and Alex. And just this month, the judge for the trial decided that Lori and Chad will be tried separately, especially because of the new DNA evidence that would require additional time for testing on both parties. For these charges, both Chad and Lori pleaded not guilty. According to reports, that DNA was from a hair sample found at the crime scene. Chad, Lori, and Alex all became involved in their extreme doomsday beliefs, and they started to think that They were the chosen ones and had to eliminate those who emit dark energy. The zombies, as they had called them. Even their own children, Tylee and JJ. Money was also considered a huge factor in their murders, as there were insurance payouts that Lori got when the children died. Number 2. Top political aide killed after manhunt. Power and corruption often go hand in hand, creating a dangerous combination that can have devastating consequences. Roy McGrath, once a trusted chief of staff for the ex-Maryland governor Larry Hogan, is a prime example of just this. The 53-year-old was appointed as the state head of the Environmental Service in 2016 and later became the governor's chief of staff. But as his fame grew, so did his greed. He fell into a web of deceit that led to his downfall. Roy McGrath had it all, 
fame, fortune, and power. He had risen through the ranks to become one of the most powerful men in the entire state of Maryland. But in 2020, he was accused of stealing $65,000 from the governor's office of community initiatives. He was also accused of creating a ghost employee to funnel money to himself. The accusation sparked a statewide investigation, and McGrath was subsequently fired from his position. But that was just the beginning of his troubles. As in August of the same year, he was arrested and charged with four counts of wire fraud and one count of aggravated identity theft. McGrath had used his position of power to defraud a private company of more than half a million dollars. His career as chief of staff only lasted for three months when the accusation regarding the payouts were revealed. He then resigned from his post, and the accusations and charges against him soon followed. All these, however, were denied by McGrath himself, as he called his situation the sad politics of personal destruction. For all these charges, he denied guilt during his indictment in October of 2021. He was also released by bond and was due to be back in court for a trial last March and then in June. And if found guilty, McGrath could be in prison for more than 100 years. So he was supposed to show up to a federal court hearing on the 13th of March in Baltimore, but he didn't. After the FBI searched for him in his Florida home to issue an arrest warrant, an intensive manhunt then ensued. Rewards amounting to $20,000 have been offered by the U.S. Marshals Service and the FBI to aid in his quick arrest. This eventually led to an intensive three-week manhunt until he was located in Knoxville at half past six on the evening of April 3rd. The FBI saw him in a vehicle at a traffic stop. However, a shooting ensued as the arrest was trying to happen when McGrath received multiple gunshot wounds he was brought to a nearby hospital where he then passed. The FBI released a statement that they are reviewing the agent-related shooting incident, which they routinely do. Despite all the accusations against him, McGrath never wavered in claiming his innocence, according to his lawyer. For now, it seems as if McGrath's wife and loved ones can only wait and hope that the investigation regarding the shooting incident will be fair and truthful. So there were two of the strangest news stories that we have for you guys today. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted News is sure to show you why. If you like this podcast, check out my other series called Every Town, because every town has a dark side, no matter how hard you may try to hide it. Over there, we cover some of the craziest stories you'll ever hear about in more depth. So if you like this show, we know you'll like Every Town. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Hope you have a nice week and stay safe out there. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.